after realizing this pattern, I started taking little baby steps towards releasing that foot on the gas. And now it's actually, I take things slow. And rather than slow, I take things with ease. I know how much more important progress is rather than that hit of accomplishment. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment, and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. What is up, my sweet friends? Welcome to another episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. Today, we are talking about four habits that I have in place that help me consistently go after goals. Said a different way, these are four habits that I have that have set me up for success to be someone who is able to go after goal after goal after goal after goal without, hear me perfectionists on this, without just crossing things off, really enjoying the process, really enjoying the fulfillment and joy of it. I know I'm really excited to share this with you all. This is a topic that has been requested numerous times and I'm I'm stoked to kind of pull back the curtain and give you all a behind the scenes look. Um, really quickly, let's do some quick segments. First and foremost, how did I get in my own way this week? Again, we do this every week because I believe it is so important for perfectionists to see that people aren't perfect. And I know that, especially with me and the podcast that I listen to, I look up to the the speaker so much. And um, I kind of put it in my head that like, oh, they're this perfect fairy tale princess person. Like they don't do anything wrong. They live like this always and they're totally perfect and they're never sad, blah, 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 which obviously could not be further from the truth. And something I realized I was really wishing was behind those podcasters, I wish they would pull back the curtain and say, here are the ways that I'm not perfect. And I wanted to make that a really rooted part of the show because while I might be a life coach, I use these tools constantly. I'm still not perfect. So, um, how I got in my own way this week, I actually went up to a cabin in the middle of the woods. It was right outside of South Park, Colorado. Yes, that South Park, the one with Cartman and the cartoons and Kenny and all that stuff. Um, but I went up to a super secluded cabin up in the woods and I was like, it's going to be great. I'm going to totally detox. I'm going to be so present and in the moment. And while that did happen quite a bit, we did a complete technology detox. I Did not look at my phone except for once just to make sure no one was on fire. Um, But, and that was really, really nice. But there were a few moments where my my brain kind of flipped itself out a little bit. Like, um, 
normally when we are living in such a go, go, go environment and we slow, slow, slow all of a sudden out of nowhere, our brain will create things to stress out about, basically. Um, If we are so used to living life on uh, that stressed out zone, which I'm very fortunate I've stepped back from that lifestyle majorly, um, I'm very, very glad about that, but... I I realized there were a few times where my brain was kind of doing some trippies, some like there's a bear outside and it's going to kill you. And like, it was like creating these, like, what does Brene Brown call it? Rehearsing trauma. And it totally took me out of it. And I was like, okay, wow. Like, I don't think I realized how out of my comfort zone I feel in the woods. I'm from Colorado. I love, 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 love nature and being out in it but recently it's just like here's all the ways that things can kill you (laughs) which is so strange um and so now I'm like okay well I know that this is a little bit out of my comfort zone what can I do to rewire what can I do because I this is not something I want to give up I love this stuff so um there were a few moments there was like a hot tub right outside that was on the porch and you were just in the trees I mean like it was so beautiful it was so beautiful and um I'd be sitting there and I'd hear like a twig snap or something and I'd kind of do one of those and I I would come back and just kind of release that tension in my body and just open up um forgetting neuroscience I would try to open up this new neural pathway of like I am safe I am at peace I am not in control right now and that's okay that's actually beautiful And, um, it really, really helped, but there were definitely some moments where I was like, oh my God. Um, but that goes to this, this idea that a lot of people are like, oh, well, you're a life coach. So you actually had someone tell me this the other day, you're a life coach. So you must be like totally happy, productive, um, uh, like on the motivation, happy guru pants pill all the time. And I want to just debunk this myth for a second because that's not true. I am a human being just like everyone else. So if you are thinking that if you're not happy and productive and whatever all the time that you're not enough, let's just talk about that. Because no one in their life is going to feel that way all the time. We are human beings. We're programmed to have a varying variety of emotions. But the difference between people who are more consistently happy, more consistently fulfilled, is that they have the tools to break out of those patterns or break out of those states that might lead them towards disempowering or negative or low energy emotions. So I have these tools, so I never stay in these dark states. Now, I want to be really clear. That does not mean I I ignore them. And a lot of people think that, oh, well, if you're just switching out of those dark states, that means you're just ignoring them and pushing them away. No, there's a huge difference there. You're identifying, you're processing through them, but you're able to do it a little bit, uh, the more you practice it, you're able to do it a little bit more efficiently each and every single time. But you always have to be a beginner. I think that being a beginner at changing your emotional state is actually one of the best reframes we can give people. So I just want to be really clear that there's, there's a huge difference between Like someone who's always, always happy, which is totally unachievable. That's not real. And and that belief that we have to be that person. That is so untrue. But what we can do is learn the tools that will help us. I use this example of 
um, we're in a hole. Like if we dig ourselves a hole, we're in a negative state, we're having a shovel, we're digging, 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 and maybe we're 10 feet underground. And we realize that we're in this pattern of feeling really negative. And this can be for years, this can be for months, this can be for days, this can be for hours, it doesn't matter. But realizing is dropping the shovel. But a lot of people believe that, okay, well, um, I have to be super happy or I have to be super productive or whatever, like because that's equal to worthiness in our society, which maybe we'll do a whole episode on debunking that someday. But people believe that, okay, well, I'm stuck in this hole. So in order to be happy and productive, I need to be in the sky. So I need to jump from 10 feet below ground to, let's say, 50 feet in the air. That doesn't happen. Because what happens if you try to do that? You'll jump and then you'll fall flat on your face. (laughs) So rather, these tools that I'm talking about here are like building stairs. One step at a time to get up to solid ground so then you can jump into the sky. There's a huge difference. And sometimes building those stairs takes a few days. Sometimes it takes a few months. Sometimes it takes a year. Sometimes it takes 10 minutes. It really depends but you cannot just go from one to one despite what some personal development people say that is not my mo because i feel like that puts a really unrealistic expectation on people and then for our second segment we always choose a goal to celebrate whether that is a big goal a small goal a teeny tiny goal a stepping stone to a goal Um, because I believe that perfectionists very rarely celebrate themselves. And this is honestly even a way to keep myself accountable to celebrate myself as well. So if anything, I appreciate you all for holding me accountable. Thank you so much. But the goal that we are celebrating this week is Goal Smasher is going live this Thursday. That makes me want to cry of just joy. But it is only going live on Thursday to those on the Goal Smasher list. And the first 10 people to purchase Goal Smasher actually get a free hour-long goal call with me to customize and personalize and really deepen this understanding and basically do a huge deep dive on their goal. I'm so excited. We can do so much in an hour but that will only be available for the first 10 people who get Goal Smasher on Thursday. And remember, it is only going to be available for the people on the Goal Smasher list. And actually, I had the very good fortune of sending the course to a few people this weekend to kind of review and, you know, do like a little um, market research on it. And I'm just going to be so straight with you guys. The responses I got back made me tear just cry tears of joy. The Here's what some people are saying right now is, Nicole was clearly born to teach us. The lack of fluff is so refreshing. The steps are clear, simple, and effective. I'm literally planning on gifting it to people. Someone else said, working with Coach Baker is a no-brainer. If you're here, you better believe it's divine intervention because your life is about to change. If you're truly trying to take control of your life through smashing your goals, then you are in the right place. With this course, Coach Baker gives you every resource to take control of your life and get after it. And last but not least, Nicole speaks straight to the perfectionist. I have been so called out. This course is simple and straight to the point and is broken down so well. I am 
just filled with gratitude. I've poured my heart and soul into this course and I am thrilled, 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 thrilled for it to go out into the public. So to be the first to know when Goal Smasher is live this Thursday, then make sure you click the link in the show notes or go to lifecoachbaker.com. Because remember, this is only going to be live on Thursday for people on the Goal Smasher list. It will go live for everyone else next week. However, the one-to-one goal call bonus, that hour-long call with me, will not be available. That is only available to the people on the Goal Smasher list. So make sure you get on the list if this is something you feel called towards or if you want to have a free one-hour call with me to just really dive deep into the goal that you have. And I'm just so thrilled. So thank you all so much who are already on the list. There's a lot of you. I'm blown away and I'm just so incredibly grateful. So Make sure you're on the list if Goal Smasher sounds like something you would be super into. Now, let's go ahead and dive into the topic of today's episode, the four habits I have in place to be the Goal Smasher that I am, for lack of a better word. But I want to do two housekeeping things first. The first thing is these habits didn't come to me all at once. So if you're putting those high expectations on yourself, perfectionist, that as you're listening to this episode, you need to do all four of these things in order to be X, please hear me on this. Do not try to do and smash all four of these things, all four of these habits into your life at once. Because what will happen is we overwhelm one area of our life and everything gets thrown out of balance. So basically, let's say, let's just say for for ease, ease on this example, Let's say you have two major areas of your life. You're going after your goals, your growth, all that good stuff, and sustaining the rest of your life, work, uh, sustaining your relationships, hanging out with friends, so on and so forth. And then let's say you go ham on the growth part. What will happen is you believe that you need to keep up the standard of the other area that sustained, the sustained area of your life. And what will happen is it will be so overwhelming. You'll get really burnt out really quickly and it just is not a good time. So I always recommend, it's again, that same thing. You can't jump from 10 feet underground into the sky. So one way to build stairs here is to pick one of these habits that feels the most compelling to you. And second bit of housekeeping is actually very connected. Some of these habits might be similar or might spark creation for something that is more compelling to you, something that you can create that's really personal to you. Because remember, personal development is personal. Things that work really well for me might not work really well for you, but they might inspire a, a different way about going, going about things. And I urge you to lean into your compelling, personalized way rather than trying to stick to a way that I say or that someone else says, because it's always going to be more impactful when it's personal to you. And actually, I'm going to go ahead and just totally spoil. We do a whole module in Goal Smasher that is devoted to creating a personalized, underline, italicized, bold, personalized, step-by-step action plan, which includes your personalized habits. So again, if that sounds like something you need, then get on the list so you can be the first to know about Goal Smasher on Thursday. Okay, so let's dive into the four habits that I use to 
keep up with my goals, basically, because I have a lot of them and I love going after goals. It's kind of an obsession. So number one, I have released that urgency that everything needs to happen right now. Now, we did an entire episode devoted to this last week. I think it's called How to Stop Acting Like Everything's an Emergency. And I used to feel like my goals needed to be achieved in like like 48 hours or else I clearly didn't try hard enough or else I wasn't good enough or I was a failure. Let's say, for example, I had a goal of being a millionaire. I believed that if I wasn't a millionaire in 48 hours, now, again, this is not like a conscious belief. This is totally subconscious. It's that I want it now syndrome. But I believed that if it wasn't there in 48 hours, then I wasn't enough or it will never happen for me. That's another big one. If it doesn't happen right away, then it will never happen. And this resulted in me putting so much stress on my body which meant that I was hitting burnout way faster. Even if I wasn't working 24-7, even if I was working two hours a day on my goal, it would still make me hit burnout way faster. Which, by the way, working two hours a day on your goal is quite a lot. So let's just debunk that myth real quick. I would also get so overwhelmed by all the things that needed to happen in order for me to achieve this goal. So example, again, the millionaire example, Um, let's say (laughs) the things that I thought needed to happen in order to make the millionaire goal happen was, um, starting my business, becoming a like Warren Buffett style investor, um, uh, becoming a financial guru, reading 10, 12, 15 books about financial investing, um, uh, Mary Rich, I don't know, like, (laughs) and of course doing all that in 48 hours is just impossible. It was just absolutely impossible. So after realizing this pattern, I started taking little baby steps towards releasing that foot on the gas. And now it's actually, I take things slow. And rather than slow, I take things with ease. I know how much more important progress is rather than that hit of accomplishment. Because if I just focus on the hit of accomplishment, then I'm never going to celebrate myself. I'm never going to feel like I'm making progress. I just am going to feel like I'm constantly behind. Does that make sense? I hope that's I hope that's making sense for you all. So number two, the second thing that I do is, <laughs> is time blocking. Now, this is not for everyone, just to be really clear, but for my type A's out there, listen up. Because I have... On my calendar, I live by my Google Calendar. Some people love handwritten calendars. That's great. I am definitely a Google Calendar person. But in my calendar, I have specific days of the week devoted to certain tasks. So example, Monday mornings are always devoted to coaching. Monday afternoons are devoted to projects. Tuesdays are devoted solely to coaching. Thursday mornings are devoted to content so on and so forth. But every single, it's not every single second of the day, I want to be really clear, it's larger portions of the day are devoted to certain categories of my business. So I never have to worry or feel like I'm flailing around trying to shove a bunch of things into the week. It's so, it helps me so much. But here's how it helps me with goal setting, is I have a specific, I have two days, two half days actually, in my week 
devoted to going after my goals. Now, I'm very fortunate where part of my part of my um, job is devoted to this. I'm not working any side jobs anymore. I'm not working um, multiple, multiple, multiple side hustles anymore. I'm very grateful for that. But when I was, this was a lot harder. There's no way I could take two half days just to solely work on my business goals. That was never going to happen when I was working four other jobs. Now that I am full time in this, I'm able to do that a lot easier. So I'm, I'm making this really clear because my situation might be different than yours. If you're working a full-time job and you're also starting a business and you have these big business goals, maybe it'll be Monday evenings you devote to that. And that's it. And that's all you do that week so you don't burn yourself out. Again, taking things slow and with ease is so important here so we don't burn ourselves out. What this has done is just dramatically decrease my overwhelm. And it made it, again, so it feels like those flailing tasks that it made it so I wasn't trying to do everything all at once. It made it so that there are certain days that are devoted to certain tasks. And that really has helped my brain tackle these days with a lot more focus and a lot more ease. Are you a perfectionist who has a goal or goals that you're wanting to achieve, but you feel like you have no idea how to get consistently motivated and you keep on saying, eh, I'll do it tomorrow? Or you feel like you're just flailing about trying to do everything and it feels like nothing's working and you're not making progress? Or even do you just feel so overwhelmed on where to start and that's resulted in you feeling stuck and disappointed in yourself for not moving forward? You are not alone. That is why I've created Goal Smasher, my step-by-step goal-setting technique to help you set clear goals, create an overwhelm-free plan on how to get there, Plus, learning the secret sauce that will take you from totally shitting on yourself to saying, wow, I'm a badass. By the way, this technique is completely free from burnout. The best part is that this is something you can learn in less than a day and put to use immediately. Plus, this is my favorite, you will get lifetime access to use this course over and over and over again with each new goal you have. Goal Smasher is going live super soon and to be the first to know about when it's available, plus getting exclusive bonuses that no one else will receive, visit lifecoachbaker.com or click the link in the description. Now, back to the episode. Number three, I research and learn constantly with each new goal. So anytime I have a goal, I will listen to podcasts, I'll read books, I'll listen to audiobooks, I will interview people related to the subject of my goal. This helps me do two things. One, it keeps my motivation high. Because remember, we become what we consume. And if I'm constantly listening to stories about people who have accomplished what I want to accomplish... I will consume that energy. I will become that energy and it'll actually help me sustain it so much more. And the second thing is it helps me learn ways that I can do this more effectively, more efficiently. Because especially if your goal is something completely new to you, this is a big one. For example, my first time running a half marathon, I <laughs> I was listening to... 
um, numerous podcasts about it. Uh, the running, uh, what is it called? Marathon Training Academy, I believe is the podcast. Uh, it's great. It's really, really fun. Um, I was listening to that podcast. I was reading books about it. I was reading blogs on Runner's World about how to fuel, how to recover, how to um, get into the flow of the run faster. But what it did, it first off, it made running so much more fun because I felt like I was learning and making progress and it felt just so good. And then the second thing is it would have taken me years to figure out how to do that stuff on my own. So it just kind of cut that that learning curve time in <laughs> half is such an understatement. It cut it in like a, a millionth. <laughs> this is one of those where if you take anything away from this episode, I hope it's this one because so often we feel like we can't ask for help or if we learn or if we go like searching for knowledge, it means that we weren't enough to begin with or stuff like that. And it's like, Switching my mindset from that fixed mindset, aka the I know everything that I'm supposed to know, and if I don't know it, that means I'm a failure, to this mindset of growth. I can always learn new things. I can always learn and stretch and grow and and absorb new information that will make me happier, that will make me feel like I'm making more progress or going more into growth and more into my goals. Switching my mindset from fixed to growth was one of the most powerful things I've ever done with my life. And if you don't know what growth and fixed mindsets are, it is a a concept created by Carol Dweck, who wrote a book called Mindset, and she talks about this different idea between growth versus fixed. If you don't want to read a whole book devoted to it, literally I did a quick Google search and there's like so many different articles Uh, graphics. I mean, so many different things. So just a quick Google search will help you understand growth versus fixed mindset like a champ. So that was, that was a big, big, big habit I put in place that changed my life, not just my goals. It was just my life in general. And last but not least, I focus on the feeling, not the accomplishment. The reason this one is number four is because we go after goals to become a type of person, not to just check something off of a list. But a lot of people are focusing more on the urgency, the making sure it happens right away because they feel behind, because everyone on their social media is achieving all these big, hairy, scary, audacious goals, and they feel like they're comparing themselves to everyone, and they feel like they're not on the same track, or they're not working hard enough or fast enough, et cetera, et cetera. But when we go after goals with that, we're just checking off a bunch of boxes. And I will guarantee you, if you think about your goal or goals right now, and there's a type of person you're wanting to become because of this goal. And I will bet you money that the type of person is not burnt out, stressed, sack of human dead skin. Like that is not who we want to become in our goals. And yet that's a lot of what we achieve our goals. A lot of us feel that way, which no wonder we don't feel like we did anything special and we don't want to celebrate because it doesn't feel like we did anything worthy or of note or because we didn't burn ourselves out. That means that we didn't work hard enough or we shouldn't celebrate ourselves because we still have energy left in the tank. 
I will step off my high horse because that is a whole side tangent. I could go on for four hours. But the, the thing I learned is that the more I focus on the feeling, the person that I'm becoming, rather than just checking off a mark of a goal, the more likely I am to follow through with it. And by follow through, I mean follow through with ease, fulfillment, joy, feeling like I'm still a whole person. In fact, even more whole of a person when I achieve the goal rather than running on empty. This is something, I'll go ahead and tell you guys, this is something we talk a lot about in Goal Smasher because we're not wanting to reach the end of our goals and be a burnt out, stressed out sack of human skin. We want to become a type of person. And the more we focus on that person, meaning their beliefs, their mindset, their daily habits, how they feel about themselves, etc., etc., the more inspired we are and the more motivated we are to see the whole thing through. So when I say I focus on the feeling, let's say, for example, let's do my current goal right now, um, doing another half marathon. I believe so wholeheartedly that I'm not just going to do a half marathon so I can like finish, cross the finish line and want to keel over and throw up and die. I want to finish the half marathon because I want to be stronger. I want to be more energized. I want to kind of give that little hit of I can do hard things and be smart about it. I'm going to say that again because that's really important. I can do hard things and still be smart about it. Meaning, I'm gonna learn how to recover better. I'm gonna learn how to listen to my body more and really react off of what my body needs in the moment rather than feeling like I have to stick to the plan and stretch it and hurt myself because I did that last time. I I pushed myself a little too hard and I actually ended up really hurting my IT bands, which if you guys don't know, that's like on the outside of your hamstrings. And it can really affect your hips, your knees, all that kind of stuff. But Brett and I have this mantra of this half marathon, which is we are intelligent runners. And that's going to look different every single day. But the more I focus on that feeling of crossing the finish line, feeling proud, feeling energized, feeling excited, feeling like I learned how to be a better runner, The more I focus on that feeling, the more excited I am and the more filled with joy and fulfillment I am right here in this moment, long before I've even crossed the finish line. If I just focused on, okay, I got to make it to the finish line. I got to make it to that end. I got to make it to 13.1 miles. I would be exhausted and I would not be the the kind of person that I want to be at the end of this goal. So I, I... I really strongly recommend looking at this and it, it's kind of a deep concept, but um, it's it's a big one when it comes to motivation and fulfillment when you're going after your goals. So I hope you guys found this episode helpful. I hope that it either sparks some creation or sparks some inspiration for you with habits that you can put in place, or maybe you heard one that you're like, ooh, I want to try that. I want to put that one in place. And I hope it really helps. This is this is all stuff that is not uh, obvious, I, I believe, at least. This is stuff I kind of, I, I was wanting to go deeper rather than I wake up at X amount every X time every morning and that's why I'm so good at goal smashing. No, it's because I've really rewired a lot of stuff in my mindset and I've set myself up for success throughout my days 
that I'm able to do the stuff that I do, but it did not come all at once. This all was three years in the making, if not more. So I'm really hoping you guys found this helpful. Remember that Goal Smasher is going live this Thursday, but only to the exclusive Goal Smasher list. So join the list by clicking the link below or by visiting lifecoachbaker.com and you'll see it in the pop-up. Also reminder that the first 10 people to purchase Goal Smasher will receive a one hour one-on-one call with me where we're gonna personalize the absolute mother-loving crap out of your goals. But this offer will only be available to the people on the Goal Smasher list and it's the only time I am ever offering this offer, just so you all know, it's not coming back. So click the link below or visit lifecoachbaker.com to get on the list for Goal Smasher going live this Thursday. Until next time, my sweet friends, I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coach Baker podcast. Don't forget to go take the free quiz and find out what perfectionist type you are by visiting the link in the show notes or by going to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash quiz. Also, take a moment to rate the podcast and write a review. It is the best way to get the word out there. Plus, you'll get the chance of having your review read on the show. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.